Hi, and welcome to my Hard Your Head podcast. I'm Kaika. And I'm Annika. And today we are discussing relationships. Okay, so let's jump right in. So a while ago, I came across this article in a Finnish online publication. <laughs> I will I will link it in the, what do you call them, show notes, the description. Yes. Um, in case you want to go have a look, it's of course in Finnish, but... <laughs> <laughs> you can take a look. <laughs> yes. So I've taken the freedom to translate this, um, what we're about to do today in English. So basically this article contains 15 relationship statements. And then if you if you go on this website, you can uh, vote if you agree or disagree with them. And so we thought that it would be fun to discuss these statements because they are quite, well, I wouldn't say controversial. Some of them probably, yeah, but yeah. one of them is like black and white because, yeah, we don't have statements like it's okay to murder your spouse and then hide the body in the basement. Like, <laughs> And maybe in some case. <laughs> so, so even that can be debatable. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Slovakia, let's let's calm down. <laughs> Just so, kidding, of course. Of course. <laughs> so I'm going to read each statement and then I can also mention which percentage of the Finns are. I mean, it can be non-Finns, but just people who, I guess, understand <laughs> Finnish, who, uh, who responded to this survey which percentage is agreeing or disagreeing. And of course, we will give our very unqualified opinions <laughs> about yes. each statement. Yes. Okay, statement number one. It is okay that your partner is still friends with their ex. What are your thoughts? Since I am guilty of this, <laughs> I cannot really judge. And I mean... I would say it depends on the level of friendship. Like if they are, for example, in the same group of friends, which is my case, like I wouldn't mind. You don't have to unfriend all of your friends and stop mm-hmm. going out with them just because your ex is also part of the group. But if it's like really they intentionally meet with the ex every week and whatever, like if it would be too intense, then... I would probably consider asking if they just don't want to go back to the ex and just leave me out of this. So yeah, I would say for me, it depends on the type of relationship they have with the ex. Yeah, I fully agree. I'm also guilty of this. And it's the same case. Like It's kind of a part of our friend group. And just because you are not together with them anymore doesn't mean that they are not a good person anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah. if that was the case even to begin with yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like you said if it's meeting up very frequently and just the two of them it can be a little questionable yeah questionable <laughs> yeah. indeed yeah and 61% of Finns agree that it's still okay to be friends good <laughs> statement number two a couple should have the same interests in order to be compatible You can start on this one. I mean, yeah, I think it would help if a couple has some same interests, definitely. 
like maybe both of you really enjoy walking or both of you enjoy cheese tasting <laughs> i don't know something that okay you can do together <laughs> yes. but you know just because i enjoy spanish movies which like i don't know i don't watch spanish spanish movies but just as an example doesn't mean that my partner also needs to enjoy them like i can watch them by myself or with a friend <laughs> so you really don't need to have and it's also healthy to have your own interests and your own hobbies but it definitely helps if there are things that you can talk about and or do together as a couple Yes, I, for the most part, I agree with you. Uh, for me, I would say it's nice to have in common those things that are like really important for each one of them. For example, for me, it's traveling. I love to travel and I would not probably be okay with someone who would hate traveling, like really just and all, all the time questioning even me, like, why do you need to travel? Why are you going somewhere and complaining about it in general? Mm-hmm. So I would say it would be nice to meet uh, on those that are important to any of the two people in the relationship. But if even if not, I think it's really important that the other one would respect your interests and just give you the space to do your own thing and then you can find something to do together, something else. But as an example, I can say that, for example, my parents, they uh, don't have anything in common. Like they are (laughs) the polar opposites of each other. And they have been together for over 30 years. So obviously it can work somehow. But basically my mom always says that the first 10 to 15 years were terrible (laughs) then it started to get better okay so yeah it might be a bit harder to build some relationship without having common interests yeah sounds about right and 71 percent of Finns disagree so meaning that 71 percent think that you should not have the same interests. Okay, interesting. But again, it's one of those things like, do we mean like all the same interests? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like, you will probably never find someone else who will have exactly the same set of interests as you do. And it would be probably pretty annoying (laughs) uh, to have someone wanting to do everything with you. But yeah, I mean, some common ground is good yes statement number three it is okay to go to bed if you're angry at your partner oh this is a tricky topic i would say especially usually it's stereotype for women that we like to start arguing once we like lay in bed and then start at like (laughs) midnight for example I am sure some men also do it but uh, the stereotype is usually set on women And I was very, very guilty of this in the past. Uh, I did get many complaints (laughs) from my uh, former partners because I thought that I cannot go angry to sleep and I need to resolve this right now. But now as I'm getting older, I think sometimes getting some sleep might be better to have time to open to like think about what happened and maybe in the morning with a fresh mind you can discuss it 
without the emotions, just getting some time in between the actual argument and some serious discussion. And yeah, I just sometimes when the other one would like really, really piss me off, then I wouldn't be able to sleep in the same bed. Like I would need to leave because mm-hmm. I would be so angry mm-hmm. <laughs> that I just needed to get my own space. Uh, but that's mostly because I'm, I can get angry really easily. So, and I go like from zero to a hundred real quick. So yeah, um, sometimes I just need to separate myself, get into my own corner and think about it, calm down. And then it's much better than screaming at each other, throwing stuff. So <laughs> yeah. I would say, as I'm getting older, I would say you can go angry to bed and just resolve it in the morning. And you're able to fall asleep even when you have these thoughts in your mind? It's definitely more difficult, but eventually I would fall asleep. So mm-hmm. <laughs> might take some time, but it will happen. Yeah, that's my problem. I It's super difficult for me to fall asleep like that. And it's the most infuriating thing that a partner can do to me to, like, if we're arguing, we go to bed and then they just fall right asleep. Yeah, they sleep like a baby. Like, they're just, (laughs) yeah, like if nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. And the best thing, obviously, would be to resolve whatever it is before you go to bed so that then you don't need to bring it up because you cannot sleep. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, actually, my past breakups happened exactly like this, that, you know, we went to bed and then something was bothering me and then I brought it up. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) but yeah, I think that for my own, because I don't feel better when I wake up in the morning and the thing wasn't solved. Okay. It just like ruins even the next day the next morning for me it's not like oh now I slept on it so now it's more clear to me or now I feel better not at all I would say it also depends on the issue like Mm -hmm. if it's just some minor thing but I got really really angry because I had a hard day then it would be better to just get some sleep and maybe in the morning it wouldn't even bother me anymore but if it's a big issue then it wouldn't be probably even resolved like during one discussion or like it will need more time. So yeah, it depends also on the issue, like how much is it bothering you, how big of an issue it is. So yeah, definitely. It it depends. Yeah. Yeah, it can be that you get upset about something and then you think about it and you realize how ridiculous you were and then you hope that the other person is not mad at you for it. (laughs) Yes. And 62% of Finns think that it's not okay to go to bed when you're angry at your partner. So kind of similar feelings, probably, Yeah. to us. 50-50 almost. <laughs> yeah. Then statement number four. If the relationship is serious, a couple should have a joint bank account. Well, I have experience in not having a joint bank account, but I had a payment card that was connected to my then partner's bank account and it was just for the purpose of centralizing all our purchases into like within that bank so that Mm -hmm. then it would there's this whole like 
bonus system. <laughs> I don't know, but it would basically give us like a higher bonus percentage and then we would get some cash back. So mm -hmm. it made more sense that we would make the purchases from one account in order to accumulate that rather than have our own, own mm -hmm. accounts or... Mm -hmm. So it was more of a practical reason. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like I had like access to online banking or anything for that account. Mm -hmm. It was just to pay for groceries, gas, whatever. But uh, otherwise, I really don't think that it's necessary. I've never been married, so I don't know how it would work if like your money is my money and my money is your money, legally speaking. I don't know if it's a different case, if it's maybe easier to have a joint bank account. Or if that doesn't change anything, but I really don't think that it's necessary. I was even thinking about this before we started recording, because uh, this was an interesting question. I was never in such a serious relationship to even start thinking about this, never get to this point. But I still don't think it's really necessary. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me, but it might be... If the couple has lower income and they really need to like watch their expenses, it might make more sense to have it in one account. But again, more of a practical reason. I don't see any emotional <laughs> uh, value to it. For me, if I would be earning enough money and the partner would be also earning enough money that we don't really necessarily need to think about every single purchase, then I wouldn't mind to each one of us have its own bank account and we don't even need to really <laughs> discuss finance. I think that's the best point if you don't have to really think about your money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or if you want to have a joint bank account where both of you put a certain amount of money every month or a certain percentage of your salary and then you use that for, you know, groceries, expenses for the house, things like that. It can be a good idea. Yeah, I would be definitely up for maybe some savings account where mm -hmm. both of us would send some amount and then we can, I don't know, buy a car or mm -hmm. go for some vacation. Travel that would, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be nice. But I was never really thinking about this before. I'd never, never had the need to discuss joint bank accounts or any financial issues in general. And 88% of Finns think that it's not necessary to have a joint bank account. So it's pretty clear. It's not that necessary. Yeah, I would be interested. I would be interested to know uh, what are the reasons for those 12%. Like, why is it necessary to have the joint bank account? Yeah, yeah exactly. Are there some benefits that we don't know about? Yeah, tell us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then statement number five. Cheating is always unforgivable. This one is, again, a bit of a opinion divider, I would say. Yes. But first of all, maybe we should state what do we consider cheating? Just like some rough boundaries so we are know what we are discussing. Yeah. Well, it's tricky. It's tricky. I've never really had to think about this or set boundaries it's <laughs> it's always been kind of I don't know smooth without having the discussion like this is what you should do this is what you shouldn't do I would say anything like physical apart from like hugging or like giving little kisses like if there's a like on the cheeks I mean <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. it's more about the like why are you 
doing the touching like is there a romantic meaning or is it just like oh i miss mm-hmm. you so much my good friend yeah but would you also consider cheating uh some spicy texts or i would if it's not like straight up front like i want to do you then it can be that if it's a little bit naughty i think that that's um how would you say that's inappropriate but i don't think that it's cheating a little flirting is fine but if you're straight up discussing like all these things you want to do to the other person yes <laughs> i would consider that cheating yeah okay i agree on this with you i would say i agree 100% yeah okay so now we can discuss <laughs> if it's unforgivable or not <laughs> yeah do you have a clear opinion about this Oh, uh, I wouldn't say clear, uh, but I do have inc- experience uh, by being cheated on and I did forgive it every time actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but now thinking about it, uh, I have to say I don't know if it wasn't a mistake, especially since several of those, th- those times were connected to the same man. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I might have pick up, picked it up that it's becoming some kind of a habit, but I didn't. And we didn't even break up because of it. We had different reasons. So I don't know. I just ignored it somehow because uh, those are mainly one night stands or some, exactly as you said, some texts describing very much of the details mm-hmm. of what do you want to do to each other. Mm uh so yeah uh, I forgave it but now I feel a little too old to forgive this kind of behavior and mainly because it's really really disrespectful to the other person as you said like some light flirting with your friends or something I do it too like you would just say something funny and it's just for the sake of joke and if both of you know that it's not going anywhere I wouldn't say it's uh, I would really focus on those things but if it's something either like really serious sign like If they sleep with someone, I would say that's pretty serious. Or uh, if it's something which is ongoing, then I would say I probably at this point I wouldn't forgive. I would just move on, not waste time with someone who is not respecting me. Yeah, I feel like my experience is quite the opposite. I've, to my knowledge, I've never been cheated on. And when I was younger, I used to think that if my partner cheats, then it's like, first strike and you're out and there's no no discussion it's black and white but I think that as I'm getting older it's I'm realizing that life isn't perfect and people can have different mm, reasons for being unfaithful and also depending on where you are in your relationship with them are you married do you have kids it can be very different rather than if you're just dating yes definitely what i was saying was mainly like at this point if i would be dating Mm -hmm. i would definitely think about it differently if i would be married with three kids then i would probably try to resolve things Mm -hmm. but um, what you mentioned about the motivation of the cheating or what's going on in your head 
since I'm also guilty of cheating, uh, I have to say, like, the motivation is not really an excuse. Like, you can make up some reasons because I was insecure and I wanted attention and you were not giving me enough attention. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe I should have discussed it with the partner and just tried to resolve the issue within the relationship and not seek attention of other men somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the reasons behind really matter that much even if it's just you are drunk on a party still like you should be able to control yourself you either have some serious drinking problem if you cannot really control what are you doing Mm -hmm. or you should just be able to make your own decisions so Yeah, I think it's all about the responsibility for what you do. And yeah, I took all my full responsibility when I did something like this. If it Mm -hmm. somehow happened a few times, maybe. But (laughs) I'm definitely not proud of it. And right now I'm at a point where I can definitely say I'm really, really focusing on resolving the issues within the relationship and not going somewhere else for an easy solution. So yeah. Yeah, so kind of prevention of the cheating. Yes, yes. That's kind of the key. Yeah. And I would say this kind of a scenario where you you get so drunk that you are really not in control of what you do. I feel like that's kind of... And then you're around someone who... Well, there will be a statement coming soon about being attracted <laughs> to other people. But if you're around someone who you're attracted to and then you do something I would say that that's you shouldn't even be like put yourself in that kind of a situation like you said and also I think at that point the alcohol is just your excuse you are obviously wanting to do it probably for a longer time yeah so could be yeah so it's just that you find this person attractive and normally you wouldn't do anything but like you kind of feel like it and then the alcohol (laughs) yeah allows you to do no, not allows you, but like makes you, no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was quite surprised that 62% of Finns think that cheating is always unforgivable, which means that there's quite a high percentage who think that it could be forgiven. Yeah. In some cases. Again, I would like to know in which cases. <laughs> what do they think? Give me a list. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Statement number six. In straight relationships, the man should propose. I think that obviously this doesn't have to be the case. If you want to do the proposing as a woman, I'm not telling you you cannot do it. You can do whatever you want. But I guess we can discuss what our our views are, how we would personally like to have it done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I think that I would definitely want the guy to be the one who's doing the proposing I wouldn't feel very feminine like I'm embracing my womanhood somehow if I I would be the one who's proposing and also it is these days still expected that the man is the one who's doing it in the society um so if the guy if he wants to marry you he will ask you to marry him That's what I think. He will not wait like, oh, I wonder when my girlfriend is going to propose to me. Unless that's your, maybe your dynamic that you have in the relationship. I don't know. But that's not the one that I want to have in my relationship. 
Yeah, for me, I definitely like whoever can do whatever they want. Uh, for me personally, I would also prefer that the man would propose, but I don't necessarily insist on any surprise, big, huge proposal gesture. Uh, I wouldn't even mind just agreeing on like we are going to get married we are engaged now mm. we, i don't really it doesn't have to be the traditional proposal so it can be the man or we can just like sit down and talk it through <laughs> agree and that's it and we are engaged yeah. i wouldn't mind it but me personally i don't see myself proposing to anyone <laughs> so. yeah if i'm thinking about it it could be quite awkward to be proposed to like on one knee and then it's yeah scene. <laughs> but it can be nice it can be nice yeah but i think there should be some discussion prior to the proposal <laughs> so you know that you are on the same page yeah yeah because then it can be awkward and you are kind of if you know that you do want to get married but maybe you are not ready to be engaged yet but then you feel the pressure to say yes because if you say no then it means that you're rejecting the person and yeah. then if you do say yes but you're not completely ready then you might start feel like pressured or trapped or I don't know just yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining how I would feel <laughs> yes for sure yeah and 59% of Finnish people think that it's okay if the man is not the one proposing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, I found this very interesting as well. <laughs> and I think it's because it's like a Nordic country thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. In 2021, so. Okay. And do you know uh, some girl who proposed? No, no. I think the only people that I know of that have had that discussion like do you want to get married then it's been that the guy proposes okay but I mean my friends are not married (laughs) none of my friends really (laughs) so yeah statement number seven a couple needs to live together if the relationship is serious Mm. what is your opinion I think yes they should probably live together if they want to like take it to the next step so at some point they should probably move together for me personally I would like to move together definitely before we would get married just to try how it works yes (laughs) and but also now that I'm living alone I have to say it's really nice (laughs) so I feel like I probably wouldn't rush into moving to so yeah I will take my time to make someone come here bring their stuff and occupy my space I would need to really like them <laughs> so. yeah <laughs> so it would have to be very serious but not marriage yeah, very, serious yet yeah very 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 serious <laughs> uh and also I would probably consider moving someplace else like not moving into my place not moving into his place but maybe getting completely brand new place for the two of us because I had this experience in the past when I moved to the guy then it was like you should not do this at my place Mm -hmm. and yeah that was the part when I get really angry really quick (laughs) so 
<laughs> so yeah, I would like to avoid this and I can I can see it right now because I this is my apartment and I have my things my way. Yeah. And yeah, I would probably be bothered if someone would want to move stuff and rearrange the furniture or change the furniture like come on no <laughs> so yeah yeah it will it will probably take some time for me to adjust mm -hmm. i fully agree with someone coming to my place and i'm used to doing things my way and then they don't do it like that <laughs> it would be so frustrating and i had in the past a situation where i moved into his place and then i was kind of expecting him to like if there was any issue I was expecting him to take care of it because it was initially his place mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah and regarding this statement I've always lived with all of my serious boyfriends so <laughs> <laughs> I clearly don't have an issue with living together if the relationship is serious and it's a kind of a funny question because I don't know anyone who is in a serious relationship and their ultimate goal is to not one day live together, but <laughs> they, your goal is just to be together and forever live separately. I don't know anyone like that. So yeah, if you want your relationship to be serious, you probably should live together. And like you said, even before marriage, it's it would be <laughs> pretty good, good thing to live together so then you know. Like you get more used to the other person's habits and so on. And you know if your day-to-day -day life actually works well together. Yeah, for sure. And 69% of Finns disagree. So they are saying that you don't need to live together. I guess this is some sort of, you know, independent, individualistic thing. Might be, or because it, the statement says uh, if the relationship is getting serious or mm. something like this. Mm. So maybe you don't need to move together during the relationship part. Maybe some people think it's okay to move together only just after the marriage or something. So, yeah, yeah because I, I do know couples who started living together after they got married. Yeah, I've heard of these couples, but it's more like religious reasons them yeah mostly yeah hmm. and statement number eight it is a bad sign if a couple is sleeping in separate beds or separate rooms <laughs> no i think that it again depends on if you just simply prefer to sleep in separate beds or rooms you can totally do that um for me personally It would be a bad sign if I was sleeping not with my partner in the same bed. The only scenario where I could see this realistically happening is if my partner was like snoring so loud that I wasn't able to sleep. Then I would be totally fine with like moving for the rest of the night to the guest room. Or if we had totally different work schedules, so let's say he works a night shift and I have a nine to five job, then it could be a good idea if you don't want to wake up the other person with your alarm yeah, to yeah, yeah. sleep in another room. Yeah. Um, for me, again, example from my parents, they sleep together in one bed in one really small bed. <laughs> It's just a 140, which usually people use as a single 
that mostly um but yeah so my father is really tall and i don't understand how they are sleeping there because for me uh it's really uncomfortable to in 140 to sleep with someone else because i'm tall and usually the someone else is also tall (laughs) and it's just too many legs and hands in in there so it's it gets really uncomfortable and i don't i hate to sleep like cuddling or on each other Mm. it just I I really can't do that so yeah either really really big bed but for me I can definitely imagine to have the arrangement such as the British Queen (laughs) so (laughs) that each one of them has a separate bedroom just for themselves and then it, usually it's in the royalty families like this that they would have one common bedroom yeah. for the common stuff. And <laughs> I think that's just, that's that's a, that's a perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have I mean, your own space, you have, yeah. you don't intrude the other one's space, you have separate room for basically just one reason. And when you go there, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, you are never caught unprepared. You are always ready. Then you have, you can go to your own bed, just do whatever. So yeah, <laughs> I can imagine doing that. But yeah, I, I'm not sure if I will be that rich at any point that I would, <laughs> I, I could have so many rooms in my home. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. dream big. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and fifty-three percent of Finns agree that it's a bad sign if you're sleeping in separate beds or bedrooms. It's not very common to have this royal arrangement. Even <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But I would say, for example, here in Slovakia, it's pretty common that especially uh, older people would sleep separately in their marriages. And yeah, I just think it's for the practical reason. It's not so much about the emotions or the romantic side. Mm-hmm. It's more about just practically it's more comfortable for you probably at some point to have your own room, have your own space in the bed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really opposed to sleeping apart. I can see the benefits. I can see how you can be so much more rested if you have your own bed. So, yeah. Yeah. Statement number nine. It is okay to have sex on the first date. You know what percentage of Finns agree? (laughs) Yeah, tell me. 69%. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a sign, I guess. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. What do you think about this? (laughs) Again, it's one of those things that I can totally see both sides of the coin. And first of all, let me just say, yes, I fully agree. It is totally okay to have sex on the first date. But also, it's completely fine if you have that kind of goals for the relationship that you don't want to do it on the first date. And I'm not saying that if you do it on the first date, then it means that you cannot have a serious relationship with them, not at all. And it also depends on what kind of relationship you had prior to that first date. So maybe you were already friends, maybe you were colleagues, maybe you knew each other, and then you were like, oh, shall we go for a date? 
then it's totally different rather than if you match with someone on Tinder and, hey, want to go for a drink tomorrow and you don't really know them that well. So it can affect how comfortable you are with them. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, but it's totally fine to do it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I don't know what was the case um, in my dating life. I cannot say the how many times it happened on the first date or later. But yeah, usually since the physical attraction is really important for me, uh, I wouldn't wait too long. Uh, I never get to that point. So... Yeah, and then it doesn't really make that much of a difference if it's the first date or the third date. Especially if, as you said, if you knew the person before, then it makes no difference to me. Mm. It's definitely different if you just met the person, then I would probably consider waiting a little just to know the basic stuff about the person and knowing if it's going somewhere. Not that it wouldn't be okay to have just one night stand, but... uh, Mm. If I want to build a relationship with the person, then I might start rather building it on the friendship thing than directly dive into sleeping together. Because, well, at the beginning of relationship, it can quickly turn to mostly just sleeping together, (laughs) less conversations. (laughs) So I would just use the time before that to talk more. And also for me... Sex is really important in the relationship. So it's really, really important that we are compatible in bed. I seriously, it happened to me that we slept together. It wasn't really, I wasn't really feeling it. And I never even picked up the phone again. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for that. But yeah, it's just, it's something, the physical touch and the attraction and the act itself uh, if the chemistry is working it's really really important for me so I would like to know at the somewhere at the beginning (laughs) yeah it's if it's uh, going somewhere also in this sense yeah so yeah I fully agree I can definitely see that some people are not so in general not it's not so important for them so then just don't do it I guess yeah so yeah 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 everyone should do what they want to I don't I don't have any judgments here yeah same and for me it's interesting that it says on the first date as in you're assuming that there is a date yeah because quite often things happen when you go out or you go to a party you meet someone and then things happen and it's that is I would say probably one of the most common ways to start a relationship where I come from yeah and you never really go on a date you just hook up and then you keep on doing it and then you realize that oh we are probably in a relationship (laughs) yeah so you are basically having sex even before the first date exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. For me, I don't. I don't think any of my relationships started this way. Uh, there would be probably either the first date or we knew each other before. Mm. So um, yeah. I wouldn't call it a date necessarily. But like, if you know someone for three years, then you don't need to really go on a date. Yeah. So yeah. 
I was about to say tip number 10. <laughs> it's not a tip. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Especially with this one. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Statement number 10. It is okay to make big purchases. <laughs> like, it's not a tip. <laughs> um. Statement number 10. It is okay to make big purchases for your shared home without telling your partner about it. Thoughts? If he's paying, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to buy me anything for your money. But if it would be from the shared bank account, especially if we agree that the money will be used for something specific, then mm. please don't. Yeah, I will be really angry. Uh, I think that's a very interesting point because my instant thought is like, no, it's not okay. Because for me, the home is such an important place. Mm -hmm. And the colors that I have around me, all of that, it's very, very important. So not that I don't trust my partner, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I don't, I don't. It never happened to me that uh, a man would out of nowhere purchase home decor. Mm. So <laughs> uh, I don't think they would be bringing pillows of the wrong color <laughs> to your house. So yeah, uh, what I imagined would be they would buy some electronics, mostly yeah. bigger, bigger TV or yeah. projector or some workout uh, accessories or something like this which could be more expensive i wasn't necessarily imagining that they would uh renovate the kitchen without my knowledge so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i wouldn't like that like if they would just do it without me especially if it would be our home mm. but purchasing something that's movable <laughs> that's fine for me even like a couch or a table is it's not fine <laughs> Unless, of course, they know that I really want that one and then they go ahead and surprise me with it. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> um, but like you said, with, for example, a TV, for me, it does not matter at all what kind of a TV we have. Just as long as it's not way too big so that it's uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> but um. otherwise, it, I don't care. Yeah, for me, uh, usually actually prefer the bigger the better <laughs> with tvs so yeah i wouldn't mind anyone coming with some huge tv to our living room so yeah <laughs> just go ahead bring it home <laughs> have you seen how i met your mother yes like the kind that barney has i don't know because they never oh, show yeah, what it's like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a huge <laughs> yes i i would actually really like that oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean that that Apartment is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And 87% of Finns think that it is not okay to make big purchases without telling your partner about it. And I've heard it that for people in the Nordics, it's the home is a very important place. Like it's very emphasized the meaning of home because mm -hmm. we don't have the kind of culture that, oh, you go to restaurants or, you know, it's... People like to spend time at home, so I yeah, guess that's I can. 
Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I can see that uh, anytime you post a picture from your home back in Finland, like it's so pretty, like all of the decorations and everything, all the little things. That's something we don't really do here. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so we, especially in my family, we see the home as something more practical. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you should feel good in it, but yeah, it should serve its purpose. So yeah. yeah. And the statement, the statement specifically said for home, the, the purchase. For your shared home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Statement number 11. It is okay to date even if you're still not over your ex. What do we think? Well, it might have happened to me a few times. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's a mistake from my experience. I would not like to do this again. But it keeps happening to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um Currently, I'm single for longer time. I think the longest in my life, <laughs> and I have to say, I have to say, it's really, really healing, and it's really nice. And coming at peace with your past is really important, especially if the breakup was tough. But in case you were more of friends, not really serious relationship, and you broke up, then I don't think it's necessary to. Uh, wait for something or have some set period of time um, mm. I'm speaking more about the like really dramatic relationships and breakups and when you need to really process something because usually it happened to me that I would uh, then project to the other relationship all of the issues from the previous one which is not nice because the new guy doesn't even know what happened and you are mm. super angry for no reason mm. and I can see that the For example, now things that I was hypersensitive in the past relationship wouldn't even bother me because they are not really important. There are many other issues why I was so angry at that point. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. For me, there are two main points with this one. So number one is, like you said, if the time after a breakup is like the perfect time to find out who you actually are now, post breakup like who you are as a person <laughs> yeah. what do you want to do what do you want out of life and if you just directly rush into something new then you're kind of just using your energy for that for the new guys that you're dating instead of putting that energy in yourself and so in that case i would say that get over your ex first and then then start to And maybe, yeah, maybe that's when you can, well, I don't know. Like, how do you even get over your ex? I, <laughs> that's It a whole takes a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> And then the second point is that even if you're just casually dating, but you still have feelings for your ex, the people that you're dating might not know that. They could think that you are serious and they might catch some feelings and then you have to crush their feelings and that's not nice so you have to remember it's not just about you but it's also about the guys or girls that you are dating yeah definitely and sometimes some casual hookup might even help in a way but you as you said like you really need to state it before that this is not going to be serious yeah. or 
what are your intentions yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the other person doesn't get hurt for me i had two very different breakup experiences <laughs> for the first one i was thinking because he was my first serious boyfriend ever so i was thinking well what if i never find someone who's like so nice or whatever and the best thing for me to do in that case was indeed to go on some dates even if i wasn't really over these thoughts so that i realized like <laughs> i will be just fine <laughs> but then after the second breakup i tried the same method and it was just very destructive for me so yeah and there is also this other side uh that basically for me it was usually a very short amount of time until i rushed into some new relationship uh sometimes a week sometimes three hours so uh and the worst part is when it's you would call it a new relationship then you would probably post some pictures on social media do stuff together introduce uh, the person to your friends and usually the ex would find out and i didn't really think about the, this that much until it happened to me and i was the one single and mm. the other one found new girlfriend after we broke up i was actually still living at his place and he was already uh, already staying at his new girlfriend and i have to say it hurt really bad like it felt so so horrible to be replaced so quickly so i think it's really if the relation if you some if you still value the person uh, even though you broke up just maybe don't do it because they will not feel okay mm, that's a really good point statement number 12 it is okay to be attracted to other people while in a relationship and uh, <laughs> 72% of Finns agree with this so to the remaining what is it 28% I would just like to ask, how do you not get attracted to other people while you're in a relationship? Yeah. How do you do it? Like you, you yeah, that was exactly my thought. Like, how can you stop being attracted to other people? Like, am I just like, I don't know, playing, wearing some blindfolds or like, <laughs> how? <laughs> How should that happen? Like, it. I'm not not talking about some serious attraction, but I don't know. Just randomly, you're going on a bus and there is a cute guy. Like, mm-hmm. how am I not supposed to notice that? Like, it's right there. Exactly. Yeah, and it's definitely not a sign that you shouldn't be in the relationship that you are in, or that you don't love or cherish your partner. Mm-hmm. It's no. just it's it's evolution. Yeah, you're meant to mate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the more people you do it with, the higher chance that, you know, you'll have some nice genes to pass over to your <laughs> children. <laughs> yeah. So, if you are not doing anything about your attraction, so if you're not taking any steps to proceed further, <laughs> then it's completely okay and unavoidable i would say yeah yeah and but yeah you don't also 
maybe just don't say every time you get attracted to someone, say to your partner, because it's really annoying when someone is trying to be honest, but that's just stupid because you are just really hurting the other person and making them really pissed off. Uh, and it's literally for no reason (laughs) so if you see someone cute just acknowledge it and just stay quiet keep it Mm -hmm. to yourself maybe if you don't plan doing anything about it then I would say just yeah it's just your little secret (laughs) and what do you think about if I ask my boyfriend like oh what do you think about this girl and he thinks that she's really hot what do you think is like is there some acceptable answer that he should give to me like should he be honest or uh i don't think you should be asking the question yeah it, it happens <laughs> <laughs> i know that some people do it <laughs> yes some people <laughs> yeah uh i'm i'm not asking this question i don't think i have ever asked it because i know i wouldn't be satisfied with any answer So Mm. I just avoid these questions because there is no right answer to it. Even vice versa, like, what would you say? Like, if it's someone hot, they are hot. But it's never nice to hear from your partner that they think someone else is hot because, like, you want to be the only one, even though you know that's not true. But Mm. it's nice to have this kind of magical feeling that Mm -hmm. you are the only one he has eyes for. And if they say no and the person is obviously hot, <laughs> then you just know they are lying to you and that's not nice. So <laughs> just yeah. don't can ask. You, but then again, it can also be, for example, I can think that that girl is really hot, but then my partner has a different taste in women and he doesn't think. So I don't know. It's just interesting in a sense to like know what his type is. Obviously me, but... <laughs> hopefully (laughs) yeah I I was never really interested in this because I don't really agree with the whole types thing like I don't think you necessarily need to have a type there is so much more behind attraction Mm. so yeah I and I was definitely never interested in what's my boyfriend's type like (laughs) it's me and no one's gonna be better (laughs) so just kidding so yeah i just wouldn't ask and 72 percent of Finns agree that it's okay like i said before but still 28 percent. what are you thinking yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay statement number 13 partners should have the passwords for each other's phones and social media accounts do we agree do we disagree i disagree yeah hmm <laughs> I think it's it's that simple. And if you really trust your partner, you shouldn't even think about this. But yeah, of course, you should trust your partner. You There shouldn't be any doubt about that. And if there is doubt, then having access to their social media accounts, that's not the answer. No, definitely not. And also, I mean, if someone wants to do something behind your back, they are able to do it even if you have all of their passwords. So if you are dating someone smart, I mean. <laughs> but uh, 
So yeah, so I don't think it uh, solves anything and it can just add extra drama that you don't need and mm. you can find new problems that are not really existing. Mm. So I don't think it's beneficial in any way. And I have never even considered this. Like I, It's not necessarily that I would do something super private on my social media, But for example, even I would talk to my girlfriends and we would sometimes say something about my boyfriend, which might not be so nice. Yeah. And I just want to talk to them freely. I don't want to text to someone knowing someone else will read it. Mm. It's enough that some, maybe some agency, secret agency reads the messages. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, I don't see any reason for it. I don't see any benefits of it. And I don't think it's necessarily in any way. And regarding the trust, I think it can only ruin your trust, not build it. So, yeah. Mm. I think also it could be like a sign of trust that goes both ways. If you have the passwords to each other's phones, so then you know it, you have the access, but also your partner knows that you will never use it. You will never check their phone, even if you know the password. Yeah. I think. Mm, yeah, I can I can see maybe practical reason, like in some case of emergency. Mm, yeah. I don't know what would be an Instagram emergency, but <laughs> just in know. case, I don't know, if you just forgot to share your brunch or something, like... <laughs> You can do it for them. But um, yeah, I I don't see much of a reason in this. And I would say it's much more important to have other uh, access to other accounts of the other person in case of emergency, not necessarily yeah. social media. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also I think it can easily become an uh, obsession and mm. you can become really just like looking for the smallest sign of something you mm. can argue about so I don't yeah. think it's it's healthy I mean I've never had this conversation with a partner ever it's just at the moment my boyfriend knows the password to my phone because it's his birthday <laughs> it just he should know I, I basically told him <laughs> yeah it was like not in a purpose of oh let me tell you my password it was just yeah long story But now I will change it because I said it online that it's his birthday and in case someone knows who my boyfriend is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should probably change it for security reasons. Yes. I don't know. For me, I don't know. It makes makes no sense. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't necessarily mind someone going through my social media. I'm not doing something so secretive there. But yeah, for example, it happened to me many, many times that out of nowhere, someone, some guy would text me something really inappropriate, which was mm -hmm. completely not asked for. And yeah, like how would I explain that? There would be no prior messages. It would just look like I deleted them. But mm. yeah, like how am I supposed to explain this? Like that someone yeah. is being a douchebag. So I don't yeah. know. You don't need to explain it there does not need to be any yeah any access anywhere yeah. and 92% of Finns agree with us that there's no need to have the passwords this was the clearest 
one out of all I don't know what the eight percent of people are thinking or what they have gone through in <laughs> yeah. their previous relationships but yeah I hope they will be healed statement number 14 a relationship can work even if the couple has different values I think this is quite a tricky one you can also see in the percentage 56 percent disagree it really depends on what kind of values I think and majority of like big values of how to live your life I think those definitely should be the same this is more important even than the interests part yeah for sure uh, okay and it depends how how important the value is for you like I'm a vegetarian but I by no means require for my partner to be a vegetarian for me it wasn't even initially about the ethical reasons but now it's also that but for example if my partner's value was that it's okay or that he is expecting that the woman is home at all times cooking cleaning and it's okay to hit his woman all these things like that's some kind of a value that I'm not okay with so yeah yeah for me uh, yes as you said there are some values that are really important and they can be different for everyone uh the categories of the <laughs> values but I think in a relationship it's really important to meet especially in the let's say moral values or the family uh, values for example mm. how you see your future if you want to have a family if you what's your opinion about marriage how do you feel about even the relationships itself what do you see as a relationship what are your trust values or and so on I wouldn't necessarily think about like I wouldn't mind wouldn't care what are the religious views of the other person and um, until he will respect mine mm -hmm. and yeah there I don't know I think for me it is something that is important for me it is important that we share the same views on life I would say we don't have to meet each other at every single point as you said mm -hmm. for example um, your example of with the vegetarian uh, topic or something like this uh, we don't need to do the exactly exact same thing but I think it would be for me it's really important to meet at the important topics mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And whatever values you find that are important, like you could be super religious. And in that case, if the other person has different religious beliefs, it can be yes, a big yeah, definitely. Uh, problem. But if you are not that religious then, or if you have different political views, but you are not politically active, you really don't care, you are barely voting, it can be yeah. that you can have different... Yes. But also, for example, for me, my political views or the values of this uh, category are not necessarily important for me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't identify myself by belonging to some political party or something. But I have to say it would become important if the other one would be extreme in some way. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, I definitely cannot imagine uh, being with someone who is even so slightly racist yeah. like I just it it just I just don't like it even if it's in the shape of some innocent jokes it's just something that really bothers me and I wouldn't like it in my home mm. 
So even though I don't see myself as someone with some strong beliefs in this topic, I wouldn't I would really mind if someone would go the yeah opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> Or... That I do also agree with and for me I really enjoy sometimes very dark humor. So if you have that kind of a like you know that you share this value then it can be for me like these kind of jokes they can be quite funny yeah but, but what i wanted to say on this is that uh in slovakia it's very common to do, do these jokes and i was raised with these jokes and my family some of my family members live with these jokes and they are their like main source of entertainment mm-hmm. but At some point, I don't know why it started to bother me. Okay. Like, I I don't find it funny anymore. And I just, I don't know. It's If it's more about the, like, stereotypes, which are not harmful, yeah. then okay. Like, for example, that Jewish people want to, like, they are saving a lot of money or yeah. something like this. Like, that's not really uh, harmful. But, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or... Uh... Finn, a Czech and a Slovak walk into a bar and then it's about yeah, yes. some kind of drinking problem, which... <laughs> yeah. That's know. just the truth. So, like, that's not a... Yeah. yeah. That's just mm-hmm. a regular Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. And then we are on to our last statement, which is, it is okay to get back together with your ex. Mm. Saving one of those juicy ones for the last... <laughs> Yeah, you can start. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't personally have the kind of experience where you are together officially, then you break up and then you get back together. So I cannot speak from personal experience, but I've seen that there are cases where you are together when you are younger and then you're just not mature enough to be in a relationship and you need to do some soul searching first and then life brings you back together I think that that's in that case it can work again if you didn't really break up because of some bigger issue that you had between the two of you yeah if it's the case that you broke up because of some actual issue that you couldn't solve between you two then definitely a requirement for you to get back together would be to have that issue solved so that you know that it will not come up again mm-hmm. in the relationship but like mm, yeah I don't know I would say generally speaking if you throw out the trash then don't bring it back home <laughs> yeah um I do have the experience on this one yes. uh <laughs> And yeah, basically we were in a relationship, we broke up. We were in a relationship, we broke up. I jumped into another relationship, I broke up with that guy and I got back with the previous ex. We were in a relationship, we broke up. (laughs) I got into another relationship, I moved to a different country, (laughs) then I moved back and got back again with that ex. And so yeah, I uh, I I feel like a kind of expert on this one. So <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I wouldn't recommend this. It's not for everyone. <laughs> it it's uh it's kind of a dangerous game, and you at the end you end up really just hurt alone. 
said, and it's just, it's, it's not good. On the other hand, in this particular case, the attraction between us was very, very strong and we were like literally just pulled together. And it was basically close to impossible to resist this. I do not necessarily regret doing it uh, because just after the last breakup, it was the case that I was finally over the person and I didn't see him as someone I want to be with. Mm. which didn't happen before. Every time the breakup was for a serious reason, but I was still very much attracted. Uh, not only attracted, I was in love with the person, so I wanted to be with him. Uh, but after the last breakup, the the feelings in the relationship really faded out. Mm. So I only after that I was able to get my closure. On the other hand, maybe if I would not still be getting back with him, I eventually probably would get the closure too and (laughs) without less drama. But uh, yeah, I I wouldn't say I regret it, but it took me a lot, a lot of time to somehow pull myself back together. Mm. Because yeah, especially if it's a serious relationship, then it's really hard to go back and forth because the emotions are really strong. Yeah. But yeah, as exactly as you said, like if you were dating someone when you were 16 and for some reason it didn't work out, <laughs> uh, and then you meet when you are much, much older, then I don't think there is an issue with getting back. But if it's, if it's happening all under strong emotions and you are not having really a clear head, then I don't think it's really safe, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would yeah. say. Yeah. So, yeah. But I really think that, like you said, you don't necessarily regret it that you got back together so that you got your closure. And I do have that kind of experience as well where a, rela- a relationship ended and then I still had feelings and the attraction was there. So it took a very long time to finally like get the final closure. Like, okay, yeah. now we're actually done. So, yeah. and you cannot, maybe some people can somehow control it, but I cannot control the emotions, the attraction, and it needs to kind of come with time somehow, or there needs to be this situation that unfolds and then you're like, okay, now I'm actually done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it might be, it's definitely, not might be, it's definitely getting better with age, where I came to realize that the attraction is not the only thing (laughs) that I should rely on. Uh, And finally, finally, I'm using my brain. (laughs) Not your uh, heart. (laughs) Not, yeah, uh, yeah, with relationships, I'm just full heart. Uh, I was full heart. Uh, now I'm definitely um, trying more to think about it and trying to more focus on the things. For example, if the person is disrespecting me or is unfaithful, is doing something which really, really is a huge issue for me, then just because he's cute, just I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's okay to move on. Yeah. And yeah, there are there are a lot of attractive men around the world. So yeah, I don't need to fix on the one that has a shitty personality. Yes. So yeah. yeah. And you know, every day there are more men that are turning 18, so like <laughs> the pool yeah. just keeps on growing. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 65% of Finns agree that it is okay to get back together with your ex. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have to agree. Like, it is okay, but yeah. Yeah, it can be okay in 65% of cases. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of My Heart, Your Head. And let us know your opinions on these statements in the comments. Yes, please. And on our Instagram account at My Heart, Your Head, we are doing every Saturday this kind of a this or that poll. So I think that these statements will be super fun to do. So make sure to go ahead and check that out if you want to vote. And we will see you there. See you next time.